Hello and welcome back to the Link Legacy Podcast, a new podcast we're doing, and we're running through the module Carnival of Tears. I have all five of my players with me again for this fine episode. How's everybody doing tonight? You guys doing all right? You ready? Ready to play? I'm so excited to be back in character. Yeah, we've been having a lot of fun with these characters so far. I can't wait to see what they get into next. Locked and loaded. Locked and loaded. <laughs> really excited to hop into it. Oh, boy. <laughs> he he read that off his notepad. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to look at that. <laughs> what do you guys think of each other's characters? I know some of you talked about what your characters were going to be, but this is kind of a wild group. I think that describes it perfectly in my eyes. Wild card. Every one of us. True heroes. True heroes. I, I said characters. I meant characters. True heroes. <laughs> heroes of the archery contest. That's right. Quit all, the, all on top. And the sack race. Can't forget about that. Oh, uh, yeah. Who would forget about the sack race with, <laughs> with a large and small creature? I really do think it is a fun and very different group of people that have kind of come together for a wild thing already, a carnival. And so I am really excited. I think the character mix mix match here is very different. So kind of curious how everything goes when things get down into the thick of it, when we don't know all of each other very well. I'm curious to see what happens right now, because when last we left these characters, we actually had a drunken lumberjack uh, spouting nonsense about adventurers at you guys. And he pointed out Comstock in particular, tossed a mug of ale at him. Comstock nimbly dodged out of the way. And now this guy looks like he's 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 like rolling up his sleeves and he looks like he's coming in ready for a tussle. And so I need everybody to roll initiative. <laughs> well, guys, I have to apologize because as a GM this evening, I rolled my first natural 20. Dope. For this drunken guy. Fantastic. <laughs> How fitting. Okay, Mika. Initiative. 19. 19. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. How about Arabella? 25. Ooh. Nice. And uh, Willie B. 16. How about Godfrey? 28. 28. Wow. Coming in hot. Uh, And then Comstock. Comstock uh, got a 12, which is surprisingly low for this group. Um, However, I have Gunslinger's Initiative, which means as part of an initiative check which I just rolled, uh, Kansak can draw his gun. So he does that, and I open a beer. Yeah, okay. You uh, you draw a gun on a drunk villager. Let's see how this play plays out. First in the order is Godfrey with a 28. You, um, you saw the tankard skitter past you. Looked like it was aimed at uh, Comstock. Okay, so, yeah, Godfrey sees the guy who throws it, probably, is that 35 feet away, it looks like? 35, yeah. Okay, 
So, perfect. Absolutely within range. So, uh, Godfrey yells out to him, There's no need for violence. We can, we can settle this. And he, uh, he casts a spell to try to incapacitate this guy called Hydraulic Push. You're trying to incapacitate <laughs> Dude, him with no. the Hydraulic Push. You're gonna push. kill him with that! It doesn't do damage, it just knocks him over. So I can use a, a, a blast of water, a quick blast of water that knocks over and soaks one creature or square. Um, so I do a CMB check, which is my uh, wisdom modifier. Um, yeah, caster level plus wisdom modifier. So that's, I'm rolling at a plus 10 right now. All right. Natural 20 on the die. That goes to a 30 uh, CMB to knock him over. That knocks him over. Okay. And he's wet. Very wet. Yep. But well, you so- cleaned up some of the spilled beer on him. It's, it's a bull rush, is, is the actual text of the... So uh, he doesn't go prone, he just gets pushed backwards. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so you beat his CMB by 15, so you can push him back 20 feet. Okay. Is there anything to knock him into? I don't know if there's... There's another table back behind you, but I don't know if that uh, that gets all the way there. There's also, like, people around, but... I mean, basically what you're going to be doing is you're going to be knocking him into a bunch of innocent bystanders. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. I'm just going to, yeah, push him back like 20 feet or so, I guess. Okay. I'd like to retcon as well. Uh, I actually cannot draw my gun as part of an initiative check. That's only if I have the quick draw feats. My gun's not out yet. Okay. I didn't draw on this guy. You saved yourself. I mean, I mean, I will, but... Arabella, you're up. Uh, Arabella will walk up 15 feet towards this uh, guy who's just pushed away. She's gonna yank out two daggers and she's gonna stand there and be like, oh my God, this is my guest. This is disgusting and unacceptable. Do you even fucking know who I am? And I'm gonna roll an intimidate. Sure. As a, my dazzling display. Oh, I guess it's not a full, full round action. Yeah, because you moved. So you can intimidate as a standard action. Yeah, I'll just intimidate as a standard action. <laughs> I rolled a natural one. Okay, so you don't demoralize him, although uh, I think he does see the blades that you just pulled out. And so charges at you, and as a part of his move action, pulls out a axe. Since you drew a lethal weapon, so will he. Okay. Uh, and attempts to plant it firmly in your side. Okay. Uh, and misses, swings wide with a four on the die. Okay, great. But now he's up in your face. And you can see the crowd rumbling, having noticed that you pulled weapons on him first. Three more, um, three more drunken lumberjacks come to this guy's defense. Mika, you're up. You see these, uh, you can roll me a sense motive if you want to. That's a 13. Yeah, with a 13, it's kind of hard to tell, but you saw these guys get up out of their seats, so they're either making to leave with all this commotion or they're making to join the fray. Mika walks up right next to her friend, Arabella, and uh, leaning over to Arabella says, you know, some people should uh, really use glue instead of chapstick. <laughs> and she uh, does not pull out any uh, weapons, but 
she she does kind of take a stance like she's she's ready to to fight off anyone that comes forward but she's not drawing anything so is she readying an action to hit somebody if they get within her range yes yes okay it's Willie's turn so I'm as a side note I'm presuming we don't really actually want to fight all of these people and start a riot yes if someone with charisma could talk them down that would be lovely it's your turn absolutely Willie is going to stand up from his seat take a five foot step to right behind Arabella ready to uh, cast a, a shielding spell if he needs to but he will face the drunken patron that threw the beer initially and try to diplomatize. Alright, so that'll be your standard action Mm -hmm. instead of the readied shield, but go ahead. What are you saying to him? Now, there is no way to be talking to royalty here. And I think it's appropriate if you apologize and we will forget this whole ordeal even happened. I rolled a two for 11. He, uh, <laughs> he gets even more angry. Oh. It was a good try. <laughs> yeah, he seems upset that a halfling would even come talk to him. Spits in your direction. It's Comstock's turn. Uh, I mean, I can try and roll diplomacy with a plus one, but I don't know what to do. Oh, God. If if your only other option is to draw on this dude and blow him away, I would go with diplomacy. So here's what he's going to do. He's going to unholster his pistol, however not pointed at anybody, just so it's in his hand. Um, and he's gonna say, Oh, so what? You can just go throwing around beers here? Look, she's royalty. See? I'm with her. It's cool. And I'm actually not making a diplomacy check. I'm going to ready an action to, uh, blow a significant chunk of him off if he, uh, keeps attacking. These guys close in at this point. So the one closest to Comstock runs up to Comstock and attempts to grapple or to disarm him of his gun. No! You would get an attack of opportunity, but you have a ranged weapon. Does a 24 disarm you against your CMD? It does, apparently. Yeah, so he knocks the gun hey. out of your hand. Uh, the, the gun, you, you're looking at it wide-eyed as it falls to the ground, but it doesn't uh, It doesn't go off. Oh, that's good news. <laughs> Uh, and that's this guy's whole action. The other one, is, he saw the hydraulic push coming from our Gripply friend. So uh, the one closest to Mika on the map is actually going to charge at Godfrey and strike with his fist. Okay, does a... Uh, also a 24. Does a 24 hit? 
Just barely, yes. Okay, so he deals six points of non-lethal damage. Okay. And uh, he punches you in the mouth <laughs> and kind of kind of stands over you and says, you shouldn't be casting spells out in the ale tent. Get your friends to apologize. Finally, the um, the last lumberjack runs up to Willie and attempts to grab him. Mm, that's only a 15 against your CMD, so I don't think he will grab you. Yeah, he does. He grabs you? Oh, oh no. Boy. You're grappled. Oh, that's fun. Uh, however, he does not have improved grapples, so Arabella would get an attack of opportunity, but all she has out is her daggers, so you're going to try and uh, slit some dude's throat, or what are you going to do? To make an attack with a lethal, lethal weapon non-lethal, it is a minus four, correct? Yes, it is. So she's going to try and bop him with the back of her dagger. Okay. 19. No. Way higher than that. What was I thinking? That will hit. Oh, okay, great. You, you're surprised that 19 hits a villager? No, I just wasn't finished. Oh, okay. All right, cool. So then I would do, is the damage also minus four? Nope, the damage is the same damage, it's just non-lethal. Okay, great. Uh, 10 points of damage, non-lethal. Okay. Godfrey, it's your turn. Okay, Godfrey's going to take a five-foot step back from the villager who just ran up and bopped him. He's going to say, uh, uh, perhaps I didn't de-escalate the situation well. Uh, I, I apologize. Tensions are running hot here. Let's let's just everybody cool down, and we'll make the apo- apologies. The guy who threw the mug can apologize, and uh, we'll be on our way. Let's roll in diplomacy. Okay. 18 on the die for a 24. Draconics are rolling hot. Are you talking to the guy that just hit you? Um, him, but also speaking up so that everyone can overhear, I think. The guy that ran up to you, that does work on him. He's, uh, he didn't start the fight. It's kind of like lumberjack code to come to the aid of your buddies. And he was also trying to de-escalate as well. After he punched you, he's like, tell your tell your crew to stand down. So he, um, for all intents and purposes, leaves the combat, stands back and watches. All right, then. Uh, okay. The the other ones, though, that doesn't, it doesn't affect them. So they're in the heat of combat. They're not listening to a frog. And mainly, mechanically, you can't just diplomacy the entire group with a standard action. <laughs> this makes sense. Okay, so that's Godfrey's turn. Arabella, you are in combat within range of two lumberjacks and your manservant is grappled. Ew, Willie, he's like all over you. Everybody, leave us alone. This frog has already apologized. You just need to apologize to us and I demand that now. And I'm going to fling my daggers around in a menacing way with my actual dazzling display as my full round action. And it shouldn't, if it succeeds, it would intimidate everyone within 30 feet, not just one. Does that provoke? 
it does not say no because I'm not actually doing anything. I'm just wheel while well, wielding a weapon. Okay. Yeah. So I'll try again. Twenty-one. And what is the text on Dazzling Display? Is it just an attempt to demoralize? Yeah, it's an attempt to demoralize. And it's against all of these. All anyone within thirty feet. They're all demoralized. Fantastic. Demoral of the story is don't start shit in the strong ale tent. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> yeah, we really started a lot of shit. That was all us. Okay, next in the order is uh, the guy with the axe. I think with all of this commotion and things being said by both sides, he will drop the axe, but he's still going to swing at uh, Arabella. Rude. I don't think this will hit a 15. No. So he misses, and then he... I think that's all. Actually, he'll stow his axe and then swing, so he doesn't have to drop it. So as a move action, stows his axe. Next in the order is Mika. Mika takes a step up towards the lumberjack that started this whole thing. She's quite happy that he dropped his weapon, so she is going to try to diplomacy uh, with him to calm the situation down. And I just want you guys to know, mechanically, you're working against each other right now by intimidating and then trying to diplomacy. You're making it harder uh, for each other. So you may just want to, like, try and neutralize him with your monk abilities. Like, because currently they should all be shaken. So it's like yeah. they're quivering, I think, making them try and feel better. You're not going to make them friendly to you. Yeah. This is my specialty, so I don't know what else I can do besides, like, intimidate, demoralize, make them in a sort of, some sort of fear effect. That's my specialty. In that case, Mika looks to this main lumberjack saying, Godfrey's my lucky charm. You wouldn't take that away from a little girl. How am I supposed to win any games? And she punches out with a, a jab right to the neck trying to stun him. Oh, God. Judo <laughs> <laughs> chop. Hey, uh, how old are you? Uh, she's like a teenager, but she's okay. she's trying to look extra, extra cute. She's not actually a child, but she uh, is playing into that. Ooh, all right. So that is a 25. 25 will hit. So to do a stunning fist, you do damage as normal. Can I do non-lethal damage? Yeah, that's the thing okay. with monks. Monks can always do lethal or non-lethal without taking any penalty. Okay, that is what I thought, and I did not power attack on this because I wanted it to to hit. You'd be surprised how much uh, AC flannel confers. <laughs> it's quite a bit. All right, so she does nine points of non-lethal damage, and I need him to make, I'm trying to stun him, so I need him to make a fortitude save. That is a 17. That succeeds. So he is not stunned, but he did still take the damage. Nine points of non-lethal. Mm -hmm. Will it be? You're grappled. Gotta break out. Okay, you can use an escape artist or a CMB check. Oh, just you wait. This guy, he doesn't even know what's coming. Excuse me. Are you aware of who her father is? Your employer. Would you really want that? And I'm going to try to break out. Total 23. 
a 23 will break out of the ground. Fantastic. So that's your standard action. You talked. Now you have a move action if you wish to take it. I am going to uh, step five feet back. So uh, still next to Arabella, but five feet away from Moral the support aggressors. from the back. <laughs> All right. Comstock, you just got your gun knocked out of your hand. This is true. Um, and the one right in front of me, this person is already shaken. It would sound like everybody around. Yeah, everybody got shaken by that dazzling display. All right, so if I don't use Intimidate, what if I use something like Bluff to to get him to go away? Kind of like how Godfrey Leaf Bottom over here got the other guy to go away with a diplomacy check. You could try it. All right. We'll see if it happens based off what you say. Fair enough. Mr. Lumberjack. The weapon you knocked out of my hand helps keep me sane. See, I am from the great Aspidel Mountains. I am from the Empire of the Sacred Yoke. We fight with tools, but when we are deprived these tools, then sometimes we revert to our ancient draconic heritage. Back away now or something terrible might happen. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) That would be a 29. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, he starts to back away. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's like, yes. he's, he's terrified. Maybe he's like imagining it if it's part of like the shaken condition that he already has, but he like, he sees your like smoke start to come out of your nose. Like, <laughs> oh, this little dragon's about to go off. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, boys, get away from that one. Yeah, he, he takes Amazing. off running. Um, yeah, a hero card for that. Oh, that's, thank you so much. I rolled a natural 19. It's what I needed. <laughs> All right, this is... Oh, hey. What do you know? It's the Inquisitor. Uh, that is a lawful neutral card, so that's going to be a plus five to a future roll. Yeah, thank nice. Thank you very much, Griff. I will mark that down. Well, next in the order is the one that was formerly grappling. Um, he sees two of his buddies have left the fight, and so he starts to try and restrain the other guy who doesn't see who's very like blind drunk and seems to want to continue this combat oi Jessel you gotta you gotta let this one go I heard there's a dragon behind us and uh, this chick's got uh, knives out she hit me in the nose with one Um, I I don't know what that little guy was saying but if it's true uh, (laughs) we're we're probably in trouble with corporate that's not gonna be good and he's going to attempt to grapple Jassel. And he fails, but hes that's what he's doing with his turn. Godfrey. Godfrey's going to move his move speed 30 feet up to the guy that he was just trying to talk down. And he's going to get right behind him and whisper in his ear. Yep, that guy. Nothing personnel, kid. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, that, that small dragon creature's no joke. We've, I've been traveling with him for a long time, and I've seen him turn into a, a full-fledged dragon and just wreak havoc. Do you know what the smell of roasted human flesh smells like? I do, and I'll never get it out. Never get it out of my head. And he's going to roll a bluff. <laughs> so are you talking to the grappler or the grappley? The the blind drunk guy who we're trying to okay. talk down. Uh, no, that's going to be a 12. I'm not very convincing. Yeah, with a 12, it makes no difference here. They're not really thinking about 
fried human flesh. Now, if you were to uh, maybe use a prestidigitation to create a strange smell, <laughs> they might, <laughs> next turn they might believe that. If only. Arabella, you're up. Uh, Arabella will go ahead and she's going to bop the dude who's been pretty problematic here on the head with the back of her dagger. Okay. 15? Oh, I'm sorry. The beanie he's wearing is... No, it definitely hits him. <laughs> it definitely hits him. Uh, Between his beard, you just can't seem to pierce his natural armor. So just a, just a question. Is uh, is sneak attack damage done in lethal, or is that only lethal? That's a good question. I don't think you can do sneak attack damage non-lethal. Yeah, I, I'm not 100% sure, but that seems... It's probably a rules clarification we can figure out later, but it yeah. just for, to me, the flavor of that is not really... It doesn't really fit my fantasy. It yucks my yum a little bit so, of the game. So that's the thing about Arabella. The thing about Arabella is if anybody is afraid of her, she knows exactly where to go, no matter if someone's flaking or not. So that is why I was going to use it. But I will just go ahead and give you dagger damage. Which is nine. Nine more dagger damage. He's still up, but he's staggering now and ranting and raving. Fucking adventurers! <laughs> I need another beer! It is his turn. And with all of these efforts, along with the bloody, probably broken nose you've given him at this point, and his friend now having turned on him and kind of trying to usher him away. He slumps his shoulders, his shaking condition now kind of setting in. I just want another beer, okay? These adventurers ruining the town. Just look at them. They're probably really bad people. Uh, He stumbles over to the bar with the help of his friend uh, and gets into an argument with the bartender who probably does not want to serve him. And you're out of combat. Woo! My dad is, like, totally going to hear about that guy. That was so not cool. Willie brushes himself off, and under his breath, he'll say, Oh, this for a teaching position that is really babysitting. Oh, my. <laughs> what happened in your past? We'll find out. Uh, We're gonna get real deep into this Willie Willie B Willie Bissolf's backstory as a <laughs> Willie hates his job. I'm an esteemed, <laughs> esteemed educator. But uh, uh, Arabella, thank goodness I was here, just ready to defend you with a shield that would have made you completely safe. I also Wait, love I? that he keeps calling you royalty in <laughs> this small logging town where you are literally the daughter of a shitty CEO. Uh-huh. Well, and that owner was... of the town, excuse me. Uh, definitively it, not true. Owner in word, not in name. Comstock picks up his gun and he's just muttering the whole time. No respect to the cobalt. Just talking about some shit. So you guys are in the... I've pulled up the map of the carnival. You guys are in the... um, The strong ale tent is in the bottom corner. 
Um, so that's where you guys currently are. You've all had you've had a round, uh, and you bought drink tickets. Yes. Now, previously, you played a bunch of games, including the arrow shooting contest, the sack race, the egg toss, and you went to a structure called the Titan's Wheel and spun it. Uh, none of you were really strong enough to win a prize there. And you also went to the Menagerie of Freaks. But you have a lot of other options at this carnival if you want. I mean, you can stay here and drink for a little bit, or you can continue exploring the sights and sounds. And Arabella would turn to the group and she would say, I am like absolutely famished and would love to go get some carnival food. What do you think? I'd love to. That sounds delicious. I don't know what that was. He's had a couple. Was that English? (laughs) (laughs) He's had a couple. (laughs) Groucho marks. (laughs) Willie just looks down and uh, pulls out the the coin purse. (laughs) I do believe I've been needing this. (laughs) I heard there's a, a delicacy called funnel cake, and I want to try some. It's quite good. I recommend with sprinkles. The pink ones, of course. Also, I'm like pretty sure it's more from like Willie's part of the country, but there's also these things called like fried frog legs on a stick. I think they'd be really good. Oh, oh, oh dear. <laughs> ah, I've eaten a few reptiles. Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> University food. Oh, what I would give. food courts. What I wouldn't give. So you guys do know that you pretty much have to traverse across the this front side of the carnival. Most of the food tents are on the other side. So by you, there are some tents kind of around, but and and some it looks like there's some activities around here. It also looks like there's some tents to the south as you pass by. And actually on your way, as you're walking past this kind of row of tents that lines the bottom of the carnival, you see a few plain colored tents uh, and they stand before a row of cargo wagons. A wooden sign staked into the ground before them reads, Carnies only, no admittance. Could I get a perception check from the group? Yeah. Um, I got a natural 20 for a 27. I'm hitting it with a 15. 29. 24 for Godfrey. 20 total. Everybody notices this. There's a guy kind of back behind these tents arguing with a woman. And and he, like, grabs her wrist kind of aggressively. Uh, you overhear the argument. Oh, you're going to be coming with me. Stop. Come on. I actually need a knowledge local. Uh, 20. uh, 9. 21. 19. Okay, actually, Arabella, you know this, and so does Willie. This guy, you recognize him. He's definitely not a carny. He's from town. Uh, His name is Mutters Condlin, and he's kind of an asshole, but you know he works with your dad. Arabella and he looks like he's being I mean he looks like he's being kind of forceful and assholeish to this woman in the back and you see nobody around in these carny tents which is kind of surprising if they're the area the carnies hang out on their break 
none of them are here. Gotcha. Arabella would turn to Mika and Willie specifically, and she would say, Ugh, that's like that asshole from my dad's job. And also, that's just not cool. Like, girls stick together, right? Like, let's go, let's go fix this. Of course. Doesn't look like she's having a very good time at all. Yeah, so Arabella would certainly start striding towards with, like, hands on weapon belt ready to yank. Willie will be uh, close behind and say, As long as it does not upset your father, let's not forget who I work for. Um, like, I don't care. So either come with me or don't. I'll come oh. with you. And he pulls out his gun oh. and a dagger. <laughs> I'll come with you. <laughs> Unholstered. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna hear about this. <laughs> <laughs> and and mutters notices this party as they approach, and his eyes go wide, especially when he sees Arabella. Oh. Whoa, that, hey, listen, uh, this is none of your, none of your business, lady like, ladies like yourselves shouldn't, um, shouldn't bother with, uh, with what's going on over here. You didn't see, see, saw the sign, carnies only, um, and, you know, I've, I've, uh, you're not a carny. I've paid for you some, some of these tents. Uh, get out and leave her alone. Listen, um, Oh, I'll level with you. I know your father. We go way back. I slip you uh, 30 gold if you just move along. Enjoy the rest of the carnival. Oh, my God. That's like walking around money. Gross. Um, no. So you're going to go ahead and go or I'm going to tell my father. No need to No need to uh, bring bring Thaldrin into any of this. Uh, really appreciate if you if you didn't and at this point he's like and I'd really appreciate if you let her arm go he's he, yeah I was gonna say at this point he's kind of let her go and she she looks at you kind of appreciatively and um scampers off to uh to a different area in the in the carnival and he's like all right all right um as they say uh, no harm done let's move along do you still not want me to tell my dad about this What's it going to take, all right? I mean, your dad's just as bad as I am. I mean, like, yeah, but he's in control of you, so... I don't really think he's going to mind much what's happening uh, here. Mm, it offends me, so it's a problem. I need you to leave the carnival. Hmm. All right, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll leave uh, for the time being. I think at this point she'll shrug and move on. You know, your dad might be curious what uh, what his daughter's getting up to at the carnival, too. Would hate to let anything slip to him. I'm here with Willie. Everything is fine. And I'm here with my other best friend, Mika. So, like, it's fine. He knows where I am. It looks like you're covered in uh, spilled ale and blood, so who knows what you might have been up to. Maybe maybe he ought to... Well, he ought to be told... Something's going on, and maybe he'll check up on it, or send somebody to check up on it. And maybe I'll be praised for telling him what's going on here. Can we knock him unconscious? I could, <laughs> I could, uh, gl- glitter dust him in a, and blind him. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually going to intimidate you here. Okay. So that's a 26 
against 10 plus your or your will save modifier and i believe plus your uh hit dice i think that's a that's the total that goes into a demoralize i haven't used demoralize in a really long time <laughs> 10 plus targets hit dice plus targets wisdom modifier yep. awesome so not your will save your wisdom modifier my wisdom modifier is in minus one okay yep. so that's nine and then uh and then your hit dice is five so that's yeah. a 14. He was trying to meet a 14. He got a 26. So you're concerned. You're definitely concerned and you're shaken. Okay. So with that in mind, I will turn to Willie. Willie, I like can't have this go to my father. That's not okay. Can you deal with this? This guy's standing here hearing you say that. <laughs> In a... he, he turns to Willie, though. He's like, waiting to see what. <laughs> Absolutely. So on his forearm is a quick release sheath in which has a wand of glitter dust. <laughs> so in a swift action, I can at least have it out and then I would use it on this. Oh, God. <laughs> you use it. What do I need? I need a... Is it a will save, fortitude save? Jesus, Willie just keep, comes locked and loaded with the glitter dust wand. Like just DC Assassin's Creed's the wand. We got, yeah, we got Assassin's you know? Creed wands and just bar fight pistols. <laughs> like, fucking drawing pistols on people in the bar. Listen, wild card. A whole party of wild cards. I, I, I just want to say, I'm playing a gunslinger, and when the only tool you have is a hammer, every problem looks like a nail, okay? <laughs> every problem looks like target practice. <laughs> When the only tool you have is a gun, every problem looks like ballistic gel. <laughs> it's a DC 13 for the blinding. And otherwise, he becomes just, he's still going to be coated in dust. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it, either way, it is a bright flash right in his face. All right, I'm going to go ahead and. It's Will, you said? Mm hmm. Okay. I think he's blind. Fan. Fantastic. Because I would, I, he doesn't, he doesn't necessarily have a stat block, but he would need a plus five to have succeeded off of that roll, and I don't think he's high enough level for that. So he, he you, you, flash of <laughs> glitter on this guy. Uh, I, I can't see. Fuck. He's looking around. God damn it. And will it be solved? I'm gonna tell. I'm where, telling. Who would you uh, want to go find to tell? Because good luck. When I get out of this, I'm I'm telling on you both. You're you're employed by by Thaldrin too. You you'll get fired and sent back to uh, whatever school you came from or whatever. Yeah, you'll look like so professional with all that glitter all over. Fuck. Is it, <laughs> does anybody have? I, I need an eyewash station. You should keep it. You look so much cuter now. <laughs> and he just like flips <laughs> the bird at you guys <laughs> and stumbles back to a tent and kind of falls through the flap. Fantastic. And I guess you could say mischief is probably managed here. Great teamwork. Um, Let's celebrate with some Fennel. Yes, my hoppity hoppity friend. So you continue in a line straight across the bottom of the, the bottom border of the carnival, and you actually see what looks like a staging area beneath a tall signboard reading, Mr. Savilbree's Wild Sleigh Rides, stand four massive chargers hitched to three wooden passenger sleds coupled together with chains. Hunched in the first sled is a driver, an aged one-armed man dressed in long threadbare wool coat. 
his snarling face wrapped with a dull red scarf. As the driver snaps his whip and the sled lurches forward, ragtag children dart from shadowed hollows beneath nearby wagons and try to snag free rides before the distracted driver sees them. So this is kind of happening right in front of you. You see a group of eight kids trying to hop onto this sleigh, and it looks like he doesn't have any passengers this time. If he was a nice person, you imagine he might let the children hop on, but he seems to be actively with his one good arm trying to elbow the kids off. Wow, I hope those kids don't catch that amputee. Who knows what they'll do? Get off my sled. Get me. Come on, move along. It's no, no free rides. There's no such thing as a free lunch or a free ride. You have to pay me if you want to get on. And the kids are like, come on, please. Oh, I really want to. Your horses are so big and pretty. Let, let me let me hop on. No, it's it's you need to pay me coppers if you want to be on here. And he's batting at him and um. One of the kids just eats it. He gets elbowed real hard by Mr. Uh, presumably Mr. Satherbury and actually gets like falls off the side of the sled, kind of tumbles and bonks the top of his head on the on the bottom of the sleigh as it as it rolls past, uh, which causes I mean the man's not completely heartless. It causes him to stop the slay momentarily and hop off at least check that the kid's like conscious you guys doing anything here I mean like Arabella can throw him some coppers on the way I don't know if she'd stop and talk as much as like let the kids ride and hand some coppers Mr. Frogman do you have any uh you, you helped my family earlier I was wondering if uh I could maybe have fun for once in my life before I go back to my poverty. <laughs> oh, God. Please, could I, could I maybe, could I perchance have a wa- money for a wide? And uh, actually Pablo is here too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might be cold-blooded, but I'm not cold-hearted. Here you go. I'll hand him a few coppers. Enough for everybody to ride? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, because Arabella can make up the difference. What's, what's your name, Mr. Fog? Oh, you can call me uh, Godfrey. It's, it's nice to meet you. Uh, he's, he's like my fairy Godfrey, mother. <laughs> yeah. You uh, you always have someone watching over you. Look, I, I have a friend I'd like you to meet. And he's going to spend, I think it's a four-round action or something, to conjure his spirit animal. Damn it. Like bring it in. <laughs> what, what, what is your what does this look like? You see, materialized next to this Gripley, a small, flightless, bug-eyed bird. This is a dodo that's just materialized. <laughs> and the, the, now the the children wanted to be on this ride, but they they see this dodo materialize out of thin air, and these things. These things aren't around Falcon's Hollow, obviously, and uh, you have kind of a... Several of the children have taken note because you're giving out money for them to hop on the sleigh, but they see you conjure this dodo, and they're like... (gasps) And they start, like, applauding with their little hands, and... um, Oh my goodness, fairy god, god free model, this is... (laughs) 
this is amazing. What what is what is the the ugly bird's name? Oh, this is Dorothy. Dorothy the the ugly bird. Is yep. that what? Yeah, you you can call her that. She won't mind. And the the bird with its like its eyes don't stare in the same direction. Like it has its eyes are just pointed in different directions. It lo- doesn't look like it's like understanding what's going on. It's just staring. <laughs> Dorothy the fat fat pigeon. Hmm. Yes, in a sense. Well, thank you very much, Miss Fairy Godfrey Mother. Do you do you want to come on the ride with us, or you you've already paid for everybody to come? No. Yeah. Let me let me ask this uh, this gang that I have here with me. You do you guys want to go on this ride? I, I don't know. They're probably too cool for the ride. They probably think that the ride is lame because they're mean girls. Hmm. Is I that want right? Them to pay. <laughs> yeah, the child wanted money from the nice fairy Godfrey mother. Okay. Is that right, Arabella? Are you are you a mean girl who's too cool to take a ride? I mean, like, no. I just uh, I'm also hungry, so I I'm gonna say a tentative yes. Like, how long is this? Uh, the the old man would uh, he's exasperated at this point he's getting paid but like there's eight kids now trying to clamber onto his sleigh and now the five of you as well oh um we just we go around the fairgrounds in 15 20 minutes it's all if you want I could I could drop you off by the food on our way around hmm I'll give you an extra copper if you drop us right off at the Fennel Cake. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, I could do that. I could do that, certainly for an extra copper. Um, all right, welcome. Uh, younger than me and very young to Mr. Satherbury's sleigh rides. Uh, everybody, you don't need to buckle up. All I have is four chargers, and now we're pulling, like, 3,000 pounds. <laughs> I'm only 15 pounds. Hasn't even snowed that much. No, I'm 28. <laughs> yeah, we're essentially we're essentially pulling 11 children into it. <laughs> Before we set off, Willie will at least do a heel check on this child that oh, absolutely. Uh, fell off. Yeah. It's been a while since I've oh, looked at a child, <laughs> <laughs> practiced any sort of medicine. Uh, the die roll is a one, mm-hmm. uh, total four. I might hurt this child even With more. With a four, you think the the blooming purple color on the child's forehead is is probably just was it skin, the kid's skin tone uh, going into this? It is very cold. Uh, the fairy Godfrey mother um, checking on the child got a twenty six. Yeah, you think um, you think the kid didn't quite get concussed, but looks like in game mechanics they probably took some non-lethal damage from the sled, and it also seems like when they fell off, it, in addition to bonking their head when they fell off, they got the wind knocked out of them. Hmm. But kids are pretty resilient and bouncy, so shakable. These kids are of a shakable age. There. <laughs> Does that kid get on the sleigh with us? The one that yeah, kind of like, like woozily, <laughs> he hops up. I would like to ride 
uh, up front with the man if I can, because I would. Re- I really want a better look at that stump. If if everybody's paying extra, then yeah, you can sit up front with me. Uh, don't scuff the the seats. Hmm. Oh, come come, Stark. Why don't you let the kids play with that shiny toy you have on your side? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's not a bad idea. Ah. Uh, Nah, eh, maybe I'll keep it to myself for now. We'll see. Maybe if they're really good. I mean, like, when you drop it, don't you turn into a dragon? Like, maybe let's not. Ah, uh, yeah. You don't everybody want that to believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 29. I think everybody believes it. Eh. Oh, he's going to keep up the charade. Eh, better if I keep it to myself. So, you ride around the carnival, and you see... You, you kind of take a, a path around this frozen lake pond here that, that's fed by a couple of streams. Uh, you see people ice skating, tug of wars happening. Uh, looks like the ice is pretty thick, even though it's not into the... It's, it's very near the end of fall, early winter. Um, uncharacteristically thick. Make me a knowledge nature or a survival. Survival at a negative three it is. Thirteen. Strong Got a survival. negative one. Oof. <laughs> wow, that ice is really getting thin, huh? <laughs> Knowledge yeah. nature ten. Uh, for Mika, that is a twenty-one. Yeah, natural nature. Natural twenty on the survival check for a thirty-four. Jesus. <laughs> uh, between Mika and Godfrey, I think you realize that, and especially like Mika who has lived in town and Godfrey you've lived in the area at least this has never happened like this early in the year for it to be frozen solid enough to skate on that's weird that's very weird I, and and as you swing past uh, the ice you do see people uh, there's like a there's an area that's roped off that you pass and it's got signs on it. You don't really make it out, but you do see a bunch of things covered in cloth. They look large and block shaped, but you're not sure what they are, but they're on the ice. As you continue around, you round the bend and you, you kind of pass across an ice maze. Again, this is weird. Like th- this was this is definitely something that this those of you that have lived in town, this carnival's definitely done an ice maze before, but way deeper into winter when when there's actually been abundant ice. So the fact that it's so cold to to do this at this time of year is just really weird. You continue around and you see what looks like folks setting up a kind of like a main stage it's on the northeastern part of the map you see it looks like they're setting up like a main stage comstock you're the only one that i think would would know about this go ahead and um are you sure i think so all right you don't have any like do you have crafting i do your... i have craft alchemy yes i i would say use that wow okay that's a surprise that's a skill i never expected to use this game 17. With a 17, you see a box to the side of this 
stage that looks like it's being set up for something. A box of something somewhat familiar to you. It looks like tubes that are filled with some sort of black power. All right. Uh, you think you've seen these as fireworks. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, and so there are fireworks on this side of the pond. Hey, 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 hey. To all the people in the... Look, look, look. If we stick around long enough, we're going to have fireworks. They usually get big and bright in the sky when it gets dark. It's not dark now, so we're probably not going to see any fireworks for a while, but I go boom in the sky. Sorry, were those, is that one of the boxes that's covered in cloth that we... No, probably, you've, actually, you've actually rounded around that. That was, that was closer to the middle of the lake. And finally, you make it to a cluster of tents. Normally, as as Mr. Sidlerbury would would say, it, normally they would go back around to where the sleigh ride started. But uh, he drops you off here. Uh, this cluster of tents contains all kinds of food. It's mostly fried food tents. You look around, you do see funnel cakes being served with with pies. And you see a large banner over the largest tent in the area, and it says Big Piggy's Pies. You look out front of it, and you see people. There is both a pie baking contest and a pie eating contest happening here. And the you have to imagine he's the judge. A man of immense proportions he must weigh four to five hundred pounds and he's six foot eight stomping around uh and trying a little bite of each pie and you you can almost hear him from here just the the veracity at which he uh he samples the wares just and he he kind of leaves the spoon on his tongue well that's quite delectable and his voice kind of booms from uh from the tent further around you do see your funnel cakes you see an old lady manning a tent that has caramel apples that she is selling there's like a dried meat tent and uh, looks like another tent that is you can smell the aroma of cooked meat so there's like a meat tent somewhere deeper in with this menagerie of sights and smells and foods in front of you, what's the party's first destination? You said you're hungry. What are you eating? Well, I think we need to go to the funnel cakes. Mm, yes. Godfrey's going to hop right off the cart, get right up in line for the funnel cakes. Okay. I will join him as I'm also hungry. Yeah, I think I would like food, food, and then a caramel apple. So a meat pie and caramel apple sounds good. Okay, so let's deal with the funnel cake boys first. You head to the funnel cake stand. Uh, you smell the scent of fried dough, powdered sugar. Uh, your reptilian and amphibian noses particularly uh, pick up on it. Your your reptile brains are firing on all cylinders. <laughs> the woman there. Get your funnel cakes, two coppers apiece. Mm. Uh, three funnel cakes, please. Three? Uh, but you're so small. I'm not going to eat them all now. Uh, the best heart, you might want to come back. Three funnel cakes, please. Uh, all right, that'll, that'll be six coppers. I'll get them in the fryer for you. I'll have one funnel cake. One funnel cake, four total, eight coppers. What about Mika and Lily? What do you guys want? I assume they just followed you unerringly. 
Oh, I guess. Yeah, that's definitely the case. Well, for you, <laughs> for Willie, but yeah. maybe for Mika. I literally just took six copper off my sheet. Good, you should have, because you got three funnel cakes, so put those on your sheet. <laughs> so he takes one of them and starts eating it immediately, but the other two he takes and he puts them, like, not caring about their orientation at all, in his, in his pack. <laughs> and the the like fresh grease on them you see is staining your pack mika definitely wants some real food before eating dessert because she needs that fuel okay so the other three head to the smoked meats tent get some dried and smoked meats uh i assume that's the real food you're looking for because that's basically it, unless you want pie or... I thought you said it was a meat pie. If you want a meat pie, you got to go to the pies. That's I what, feel like having a meat pie would be... Like, that's real yeah. food. Okay. More than yeah, just I, I never consider pies as real food. It's a meat pie, Griffin! It's still a fucking pie. What about chicken pot pie? Ooh. Uh, also pie, but also real food. Sounds like a dessert for Griff. <laughs> <laughs> it's just... Okay. <laughs> so you head up to the tent with the banner, Big Piggy, Big Piggy's Pies, and you see that uh, presumably Big Piggy is judging a pie eating contest. Currently, maybe it looks like his son, so, somebody, somebody is actually manning the um, cash register and is selling meat pies. There's also a pie eating contest that you could enter. Get your fill of meat pies. Wow. Do we have to do we have to pay money to enter this pie eating contest? Wow. Uh <laughs> Big Piggy hears uh the squawking of a kobold behind him. Well, 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 little man. What have we here? Somebody wants to come taste a taste a bite of one of my pies. Yeah, um I, I'm gonna just finish swallowing my funnel cake hole. Oh yeah, that's me. I want I want I, I could I could eat some pies, yeah. You uh you feeling too full from that funnel cake to participate in the pie eating contest? No, sir. Well step right up. What what kind of pie? Well we got meat pies, we got fruit pies, we got berry pies, we got lemon pie, we got key lime pie, we got apple pie, uh we got mini pies. Uh, we actually even started making some quiches, which are just egg pies. Uh, ah, egg pie for me. An egg pie. <laughs> um, well, you know, a quiche will be a part of the pie eating contest, but um, you have to eat other pies. Mm. It's kind of an assortment of the pies that we sell. Mm. Like, what do you get for winning? Unlimited free pies, of course. For for a year, you get a year's worth of pies. I always love a good competition. What are the rules? If you eat the most pies, you win. <laughs> Can we pick any pie we want to eat? Well, each round will be a separate pie. So, uh, for, first round will be meat pies, followed by the fruit pies, followed by the... Uh, quiches or egg pies, egg pie. followed by uh, the the uh, the spiced pies, mince pies, 
uh, we got pecan pies. We got then, if you make it to the key lime pies, I've never seen somebody besides myself make it to the key lime pies. From a mechanical uh, <laughs> perspective, what kind of checker are we expecting to make? You think it's probably going to be like fortitude saves to uh, mm. eat as much pie as possible. I'm ready to eat. Comstock puts on a bib. I think that I only want the meat pies, so I'm not interested, really. That's well, my thing. Pies are normally five copper. Uh, entering the contest is one silver, so if you can eat more than two pies, then contest is quite the deal. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's for me. I think I would rather have a pie and then... Like a caramel apple or something. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bow out of this one, but I'd love to watch someone try to win. Wee wee wee, daddy! Do we have a customer for the beak? The the child screeches from the from the tent. Ma'am, I can ring you up with um, one meat pie. What, what kind of fruit pie were you thinking of getting? They call me little piggy. That's my daddy, big piggy. <laughs> On second that's, that's my boy. I'm so proud of him. So on second thought, I think I'm not quite as famished as I thought. So I'm just going to have like a meat pie and a caramel apple. All right. That'll be, um, that'll be one silver piece. Five copper pie. I don't want a pie. I don't want a second pie. Oh, I thought you said you wanted five copper for one meat pie. Thank you. I did it, daddy. I made a sale. So who's going to be competitive? You know, kobolds are known for their fortitude. Chris, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> However, I'm in. Mika's also in. She's competitive. She wants to win. Oh, Anybody else joining? Part eating contest would be too savage for me. I think you should probably do it, Willie. Oh, oh, I'll... Oh, oh. Into the contest. <laughs> Willie unbuckles his belt. <laughs> How about you, Godfrey, the bottom? Get in here. So Godfrey has wolfed down his funnel cake and he is shooting his tongue out at each of his fingers, getting off the frosted sugar. <laughs> uh, I, I'm a little busy. I have my hands full right now, but nah, I can watch. Ass. You just grab into your bag and yank out a half-crumpled one, like, ready for the next one. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You each pay Mr. Piggy uh, silver, and you're able to participate. Uh, he hands some checkered bibs to each of you. As uh, it looks like this table, although wiped clean, uh, you can see the crumbs on the ground underneath it is well used in pie eating contests. And there are three contestants there with you: uh, a lumberjack, a very large woman. Uh, she actually is carted up in a wheelbarrow uh, <laughs> by one of the one of the uh, Menagerie of Freaks members that you had seen earlier. Uh, she's carted up there in a wheelbarrow, and then you just see uh, another looks like a regular townsfolk gonna decide which die is going to be wheel- wheelbarrow lady by one of the dyers. <laughs> she's gonna be she's gonna be a dyer. She's gonna be a chunky die. All right. With that, the pie-eating contest begins, and so uh, each pie is cut into quarters. What I'm going to need is everybody to roll me a fortitude save on each quarter of pie they eat. Oh, dear God. 
That's 442 <laughs> saves per pie. I'm fucked. 442 saves per pie. I'm hoping my uh, teenage metabolism will carry me through this competition. Uh, so let's get the first save for everybody. 15. 17. Natural 20 with a 26. Uh, yeah. I'm hungry. You each house that first slice of pie, and you see the all of the other competitors do as well. Big Piggy. Big Piggy's kind of commentating here. Well, everybody's made it quickly into the meat pie section. Uh, everybody's eating at that first quarter pie with a growing veracity. Uh, all of these little men trying to eat these pies. I'm surprised we have so many small contestants this year. Maple, the uh, you all know her, you all know love her, the uh, the fat lady over at the um, menagerie of freaks. Uh, she's really tearing it into it this time. I'm worried for the rest of the contestants. Let's make another roll. Seven. Twenty-one. Seventeen on the die for uh, <laughs> twenty-three. Comstock looks like he's kind of holding his gut, but he's he's okay. Uh, feels like he's got a big egg. <laughs> big egg. Uh, the, the rest of the contestants also keep their cool on this, uh, the second slice. And everybody's halfway through the first pie. They're rounding the second half. I am very curious about Comstock eating eggs and how he likes it. Listen, it would take a little too long to really parse this apart so okay <laughs> okay on the third slice of pie the normal townsfolk guy taps out he probably had something to eat or before this isn't doing well kind of bloatedly passes gas and walks off the stage <laughs> you can see that the uh the circus fat lady is just tearing into this and the lumberjack seems like he's trying to keep pace How, how'd you guys do 20 Okay. 13 on the die for 19. It's natural one. That's going to be a five. Oh. And with that, Comstock is stuffed. Uh, and that last little bite of the final or of the third slice of the first pie gets him. He puts that crumbly crust in his mouth and he can't quite keep it down uh, and runs to a receptacle off, off camera. And you hear, uh, what, what do they hear? Crow! They hear some, uh, some hard vomiting. There's a lot of splash. And we're rounded on the final piece of the first pie. Only a 13 this time. I didn't do great. 11. You both manage to finish that first piece of, that first full pie, as do the other contestants. Uh... All right, everybody, take a moment to catch your breath. Here comes the apple pie, warm apple pie. Big Piggy passes out the remaining four contestants some apple pies. I need to roll on the first slice. All right, so on this one, Griffin, I'd actually like to roll a bluff. Uh, gonna try to act full and can't quite like I, I'm I'm stuffed already, but like I'm just comfortable right now. I've had dinner. Is essentially what I'm. So you're trying to uh... showboat? No, not showboat. Just get out of the contest without actually puking because I didn't want to be in this contest in the first place. Okay. Yeah. Oh boy. With my bluff, it's a nine. 
so you you stand up and you're like, I feel ill. And you just saunter <laughs> off stage and everybody else is confused. Uh, the lumberjack doesn't make it through this first slice. Um, so it is the circus fat lady and... Mika got a 19. And Mika uh, into the second pie. <laughs> yes. Uh, second slice here. 14. Yep, still makes it. Third slice. 16. 16 makes it. Mika is grinning ear to ear at this point with pie just dribbling down her chin. Uh, and the final slice of the second pie. 22. The circus fat lady rolled a natural one. Oh. You, you hear with a rumbling echo, her stomach kind of just, you, you hear it coming like a freight train. It's like, and she just lets out this echoing burp. Uh, and then kind of like slumps in her wheel wheelbarrow and uh, falls into a peaceful slumber. Oh. <laughs> Clearly full. They woke uh, her up to eat. <laughs> <laughs> they woke her up to win, damn it. <laughs> and so Mika wins uh, a lifetime worth of pies from Big Piggy's Pies uh, and the adoration of uh, this, this crowd that is formed at this point. Does she continue to eat the pies? Mika is just her grin gets even larger. She looks over to the the woman that she was competing with. Better luck next time. <laughs> and uh, she she's getting caught up with the with the cheering crowd. So she actually does go in for one more slice of pie. Hey, third pie. <laughs> third pie comes out. It's a pecan pie. Fifteen. 15, Mika just barely manages to keep that last slice down. Uh, she realizes showbutting might have been a mistake, <laughs> but she holds on. Uh, with that, she she is loving it, but she also knows her limits. So she stops and uh, takes a bow to the crowd. Wow, congrats, Mika. That was like so girl next door of you. Like, that was great. I just can't believe they're all so excited. It was such a fun competition. The pies were delicious. <laughs> well, speaking of knowing our limits, I think this is where we'll pick up the next episode. So, cheers, folks. We'll see you next time. Woo! Oh, yeah! Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carnival of Tears is copyright 2007. Carnival of Tears and the Game Mastery module are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Incorporated and used with permission.